What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Second Life, a Joseph Kim podcast with yours truly as your host this evening. Glad you got to tune in for the last couple episodes. Just having a good time sharing some stories and sharing some process because what we're doing is we are rebounding from loss so that you could start living boldly. And it's just awesome to be in position for that. And notice that my hair is a little crazy because today's episode is going to be about what I just got out of. It wasn't raining today. It wasn't crazy weather. But my hair is still a little wet. As you can see, you might probably just be hearing this. I just got done taking a cold shower. So we're going to talk about that. But I want to open with the story of where it all began. <laughs> I just love sharing it because it's uh, it's truly inspirational. And I, I might not go too much into the science aspect of it. I do have a couple cheat notes I'm going to refer to. But I may go into a little philosophy and mindset as to why you want to consider another practice. If you're used to a certain practice and it's got you to a certain point in your health, then why is your health not improving? It, do you need to up your medications? Do you need to exercise or exercise more? Do you need to eat differently? Do you need to go vegan? Do you need to go... Uh, start ketosis or uh, the keto diets or do you need to eat more whatever it is but uh, I want to actually go into how I learned about this and so you can look up this it's cold showers cold immersion cold therapy it's for many it freaks people out because cold who likes the cold who who in their right mind likes this stuff you guys are insane so I was going through a documentary. I was uh, watching a documentary that was called I Am Not Your Guru. And there's going to be probably some um, some reference to the word guru. And it's by a guy who, he's not known as a motivational speaker, but he's more of a physiology coach. He gets you in motion, gets you to clap your hands as hard as you can. And that's Tony Robbins. So I watched the documentary. It was available on Netflix, and I believe it's still there. He opened up the documentary i think he opened it up or it was somewhere in the middle of the of the documentary where he jumps into this little tank it was outside i think it was in his backyard and it had this led that showed it was a display that showed the temperature i think it was like 59 degrees and he doesn't make a sound he doesn't say anything and he just jumps in and he just sits there and, but you could tell he was closing his eyes. He was getting centered. And there, there's a there's going to be a message to that as to why I wanted to jump in there. And so I heard it from him. It was awesome. It was a great experience. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to spend money on these plunges. I believe these plunges are five thousand dollars. It's it's yeah, it's beyond anybody's budget. There, you got to be kind of like Tony Robbins, where you're charging a million dollars per year per person to coach just to be able to get one of these that's a little hint with finances so i got excited but i didn't do it <laughs> so i'm like no nah, who, who in anybody's right mind would you do would do this but i made friends with his son he has a son named jarek robbins who actually spoke at a, a little um conference and this was in new york but i wasn't there i had to i got stuck in dallas i had to work on a project that was doing some construction and some uh, electrical wiring because I, uh, I have a background in engineering uh, and I, I heard him say it he's like I want to challenge you I want to issue you a challenge and I want you to take a cold shower 
for 90 straight days. Don't miss it. And document every single time you take the cold shower, how you feel, and if anything changed. I said, okay, I'm, uh, I'm up for the challenge. Let me go ahead and just jump in. And so I go in there and I take my hot shower. I just love the hot water. It feels so good. I go in there, take it, take it. I'm like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. Then as soon as I turn the knob, and I think the water in Dallas at the time, this was about three and a half years ago. And when, the, when you turn the knob from hot to cold, it's not immediate that you feel the cold water. It just kind of rushes at you at the last second. It's like, whoosh. And to tell you that I lasted there, I was a man. I was, yeah, I was rough and tough. Man, rough and tough. Joseph lasted five precious seconds. And this man grabbed the shower curtains. Uh, it had Cars 3 <laughs> theme. It was like red with a bunch of cars. I was not in Dallas, actually. I was at home. So I was back at home in Atlanta. So our water was definitely cold. I proceeded to run out of there as fast as I could. But as you know, when bathtubs are built to a certain height, short legs, Joseph trips over, busts both of his ankles. And I mean, it's it's red. I think I was bleeding. My ankle, One of my ankles were uh, bleeding. So, and I ran to a spot I could see. And it's no longer there, but I laid in fetal position. But I was wet. I didn't grab a towel. I just had the, the Cars 3 uh, shower curtain ripped the rings off of it. And what else did I do? Um, yeah, I just laid there. I laid there kind of like just shivering. Like I just got violated. <laughs> I wonder if that's how you felt your first experience of a cold shower. And mind you, what I will go through is, is a process because it, it's not necessarily what you do today that affects your outcome for today. It's usually what you do now that prepares you for what what's going to happen down the road. And who would have thought that the cold immersion would have been in really close ties to what happened February 16th of last year. So that's where the journey began. Because before you become a masterpiece or before you create anything that's exquisite, like a product or anything that is immaculate, it starts off as a disaster. You never start off really well the first time. Some people call it beginner's luck, but for most of us, we don't experience beginner's luck. We kind of get stuck with, okay, this didn't last very long. We suck at it. And that's just the honest truth. But does that mean the practice doesn't exist and that the practice doesn't work. That's not true. So there are resources you can go to to learn about cold showers. I'm not the only source that you can go to for cold showers. I may just teach more on a mindset as to why mentally it makes sense to do it because going through a traumatic brain injury, a cracked skull, and the not the ability, but the lost ability of memory. So I didn't have a good memory. I didn't have any of those things. And so I was kind of stuck. But prior to all that, when I when I started taking the, the cold showers, I didn't do well the first time or the second or the third or the fourth or the fifth. It probably took about two weeks for me to get into a really calm state to take a cold shower. Because cold showers, they're very, very uncomfortable, unpleasant. It's just, it feels like you might as well just bury yourself or just, uh, 
I don't know, just just put yourself away so that you, you don't want to do this. It, I would rather, in my opinion, I'd rather run naked in a Victoria's Secret before I would have taken a cold shower. Now, I've kind of changed that, and I don't, I don't want to run naked in a Victoria's Secret, so... But I started learning about the benefits. And so Tony Robbins was not the original speaker, teacher about cold showers, nor was his son, Jarek Robbins. There's other sources you can go to, like Rhonda Patrick. You can go to Andrew Huberman. He has a podcast called Huberman Labs. I'm not taking any way, anything away from those guys. They teach a lot. Uh, ben Greenfield is another one. He's on YouTube. You'll see some past videos where he would actually teach while he's taking a cold shower. And we would host these rooms on a, an, a great platform where we would used to do it as well. We used to follow his, his lead. But you can find his book. Ben Greenfield has a book called Boundless. Boundless is a great encyclopedia for alternative health. And so that's what we're getting into is, is teaching about the potential way to heal yourself naturally, allowing your body to heal the way it's supposed to. So going through all this, I started learning about these people. And then even before that, there was a, a Nor I believe he's Norwegian. I, I should get the fact right. Uh, Wim Hof. Wim Hof is well known. And I believe it was Andrew Huberman that brought Wim Hof to the surface. And he became a sensation and uh, well-known as the Iceman because he's the man who ran through the Sahara Desert in his Speedos and would uh, take the run up Mount Everest without wearing much clothes. And he just ran it, no problem. He was injected with E. coli and he was able to fight it off, I think, in less than two days. Amazing, amazing. But you, you would think to yourself, I, I don't think I could ever be superhuman like a man like Wim Hof. I don't believe that. And to also say that Wim Hof was not also the original um, teacher of cold immersion. This practice has been around since the start of humankind. And if uh, there's something you want to fact check, if you guys could look up when the heating system was introduced to humankind, to the human race. I believe it was the first century BC that the heating system was introduced. People existed before then. So if they couldn't find a, a warm spring or any kind of warm body of water, what do they do? They're not gonna just not bathe. They're gonna bathe and they use the cold water. So I started learning about these benefits. I learned about what it could do for you. And um, I'm gonna actually go through a little list because uh, I'd like to be a little upfront of what it, it does for you, and I, I kind of have a little of a cheat sheet, but immediately off the bat, when you take a cold shower, it really helps with your hair. The follicles of your hair get stronger. The, the root system stays deep. Your skin, your, your pores don't necessarily open or close. It dilates, which means it allows the passage of whether it's uh, pollutants, <laughs> if it's dilated and opened, or it allows for the oils to come in and out. Uh, if you're taking any like creams or if you're doing anything to treat your skin, even if you're cleansing the pores, it'll actually dig into the pores when you have your pores open. But with the cold, it actually 
closes the pores or it closes the dilation so that no more of the oils can get stripped because you have natural oils that your body produces. And I'm looking at my skin and it looks flawless. So it's usually ashy around this time because if you get stripped of the natural oils, your skin will dry up. And uh, it, it can lead to potentially, and this is a caution, to looking younger. Mm, what a great thing. Um, but it also can help you boost your mood. And so they, they did a study, and this was at a mental health facility. And this is, uh, we call it the, um, some of us may call it the insane asylum, where it's just folks that just are, it's, they're not functioning like they should. And so for them to calm down, because sometimes they have outbursts. And so when you have like a mental outburst, an outbreak, your emotions get involved. And that's like a, uh, the channels of communication. And so to cool them off because they're, they have hot brains and keep that in mind about hot because we're going to relate that to certain things. We'll, we'll probably get to that point. They would throw these guys or, or females, women into this cold shower, but they realized during, during the study that none of them died. They actually got calm, which is amazing. How can somebody ever get so calm? And so I, I'm probably going to go in and out of order a little bit. But um, it, it helps boost your metabolism. So the thing about metabolism, it, it's it's the burning of fuel for your body. And so how do you do that? You could do it through workout. That's the easiest form. You could do it through work. You could do it through some kind of resistance movement. And a lot of it, easy examples working out. Now, if you don't have a chance to do that, we have this component around our shoulder blades, around the back. And so if you're asking yourself, well, I'm having a hard time shedding weight. I'm not saying losing weight because you lose something, you're going to find it. So if you don't want to find the weight back and become obese, then you definitely want to consider shedding the weight. But there, there's a tissue in the back around the, the, the shoulder blade area, around uh, that area called the brown adipose fat tissue. And so when it makes contact with, with the cold, it actually turns on this incinerator. It's kind of like this little pilot light, just turns on. And what it does, if you think of how it relates to burning fat, it'll actually start turning on, and that's when your metabolism kicks in. You can actually boost your metabolism by 350%. I don't know where they got this number from. I still want to figure out how you measure metabolism. You know, I'm raising my, my hands to, to tell you that I want to raise the metabolism so that I can burn more. So... When do you take the cold shower? And so we're kind of tying in benefits with, uh, with a little bit of the process. And I'll repeat it again for sure. So when the brown adipose tissue starts working, it'll start heating your body back up. Because when your body gets exposed to the cold, your body temperature will drop. But then your body is designed to protect itself. Your brain is programmed to protect and to keep you safe. And so what it's doing is going to heat your body up. And what happens is that it's trying to find fuel sources to try to burn enough uh, so that you get uh, some body heat so that your, your core temperature can rise enough where it can regulate itself. So if you do this first thing in the morning, have you eaten anything first thing in the morning? And I'm not counting water, but if you're only getting up and you drink water, what fuel source do you have that's accessible 
when the cold water hits and the brown adipose tissue activates. It's whatever fat you have stored. Because think of it, when you're, when you're eating, you have access to energy, whether it's from carbohydrates, the calories, or the fat. So that if you eat something and then you take a cold shower and it activate the brown adipose fat tissue, then it's going to burn that source immediately. It's going to burn the most immediate source of energy first. That's why a lot of times you, you may feel like you're not losing or shedding weight is that you're stored fat. So whenever you consume the carbs, consume the sugars, whatever it is you consume, and it's not used, traditionally, the carbohydrates turn into fat and it turns us into stored fat. I'm not going to go into trans fatty acids. Trans fats is a totally different topic when you're eating uh, fast food. It's very waxy and it's, I think, a little bit more difficult to burn. But if you eat something then you take a cold shower, it's going to burn that source of uh, energy that's first available, first line of energy that's available. Since your stored energy is, or your stored fat is the shelved and energy source, it's gonna reach that last. But if it's the only thing that the body can access to burn energy, then it's gonna burn the white fat, which is the one that actually stays in your body that you know gives you the appearance that you might not want. Now, if you like it, then, you know, keep it that way. I don't, I'm not against you on that at all. So that's what the brown adipose tissue can do. It, it really gets your body to a regulated temperature, which uh, recommended if you take this at night, if you have a hard time sleeping at night, another tip is to get into the cold at the end of your shower, because then your body temperature gets regulated. I took a cold shower just now before I started recording about 20 minutes ago. And I feel great. So I'm learning about this practice little by little. And I'm learning the benefits where you're also uh, boosting and activating uh, a thing called the runner's high, also known as um, endorphins. So what happens when you're running or you're into something and then you, you feel like you're about to like just tank out, like, okay, I don't have what it takes anymore. But you have the uh, neurotransmitters, uh, in your system, which uh, ha it's ne uh, nor norepinephrine, norepinephrine. I got to pronounce this. I'm working on this in endorphins. So that's actually where you would experience less symptoms of depression. They call it mood boosting uh, chemicals, but I'll call it the uh, the lifeline for the, the boost in your mood. Uh, There's studies that show that it can raise your level of testosterone which uh, for guys, we need that. We, we should not have high levels of estrogen. But again, that's just a study. There's not a lot of scientific proof behind it, but I believe it helps build that. Um, now getting into, as I started taking this cold shower, I started also feeling something a little different. And then we'll kind of go back and forth with the benefits. But if, if you have a question about confidence, usually that's the, the trait that a lot of people desire and only a very small population actually have. Confidence is not something that you can go to the store and grab it off a shelf and pay with your, I don't know, Meyer or your Kroger discount or your Amazon Prime. You can't have it shipped. Confidence is something that you develop and that you earn. So, uh, and there's plenty of additional benefits with, with the cold showers. It also helps with the circulation of your of the blood because it, it kind of uh, constricts 
the um, the blood vessels so that it can give you a nice flow of blood because blood's the lifeline we need. Oxygen is important too, so you need that proper flow, the nutrients, the oxygen. But uh, it it resets the nervous system. It it causes the clearing of the mechanism, and so how does your confidence level rise when you're jumping into this thing and it, it feels uncomfortable you feel so uneasy and you want to jump out like i did in the beginning or you want to fight the cold well there there's a, a part of your nervous system called the, the sympathetic nervous system and that activates so what the sympathetic nervous system basically says it's fight or flight you have a choice to either run away from the problem or you want to run towards it and fight it. Unfortunately, on that day, <laughs> three and a half years ago, I got caught with the, the flight part. I should have fought it. I should have really fought it. I, was, I had my fist balled up. I was ready to just punch the water, which is ridiculous. But why still do it? Why? Why? How does this build your confidence? And so once you get into the to the act of the cold shower and the cold water hits you, you're, you're gonna hit this moment, just like when you're running a race and you start getting tired. You're not gonna get tired from a cold shower, but it's, the, it's a similar feeling of, I have a choice to give up or I have a choice to push forward, but not fight forward. Because remember our brains, our brain is programmed for survival. It's the croc brain, it's, it's the basic survival. Your, your brain, uh, and the reason why I say this is a practice that you want to focus on now so that it's for what happens down the road, is when um, when you get into the act of the cold shower, you're, you're going to be left with a choice because your cortisol levels spike, your stress levels spike. But keep in mind your brain for anything you experience, anything that you do, anything you get yourself involved in, your your brain is typing. It's typing. It's doing some typing, little by little. And there's these files that it starts compiling this data. And if you don't survive the, the cold shower and you run away from it, it's going to type that you didn't succeed in the cold shower. Uh, if somebody cuts you off in the road and you're reacting, your brain's going to remember that. It's going to start typing because keep in mind your 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 brain your body uh the cells regenerate i think it's about every 21 to 66 days it's, it's not an exact number for everybody but as our cells regenerate our brain is still looking for new copies or any updated copies just like a computer you need to run updates so that your operating system can run optimal and so it's trying to find ways on how to Keep your body protected. And so if you can get to the point where when you finish a cold shower, and if it's a question of how long do I stay in there? And again, um, I, I may I may kind of go back and forth, but you want to stay until you stay in a calm state. That could be 30 seconds. It could be a minute. It could be two minutes. It could be five minutes. But once you get through that and you start drying yourself, you get ready for, for the day, you may not sense confidence immediately from the cold shower, but you've obtained a victory because you made it through a cold shower. Now, the time that you're in the cold water, 
you could set a timer, 30 seconds, two minutes. You could play your favorite a motivational video on YouTube or you could start a podcast, like listen to a podcast like this one and get a couple minutes in and you're done. You don't need a lot of time. It's a very small snippet of time where you could start enjoying the benefits. But the confidence factor is when you get out of the shower and you start your day, your brain is again typing. It's typing little notes. Okay, well, this guy made it the first day. But it, it doesn't become a habit after doing it once. Your brain needs to continuously do copies because sometimes it's like you're faking it out. You're faking your body out. It's like that one hit wonder or it's that a stroke of luck that it just happened once and you made it. That's why beginner's luck tends to be uh, something that we don't really value too much. We value habits. We value consistency. That's why it's important to be consistent because your brain's starting to type all these files. Okay, now it's starting to uh, get used to the fact that you've made it through a cold shower way awesome <laughs> so your your brain may not recognize stressful situations but as you put yourself into the cold and i heard this phrase before that you either let the cold come to you or you go straight into the cold it's intentional it's taking action to go into the cold you're not fighting it you're grabbing it by its hand you're taking the walk so as you're building the consistency of it, you're starting to feel the sense of the benefits because when you're in that cold shower and the sympathetic nervous system is telling you every reason to get out, but then you, you get to the point where you end up calm, which is really strange because when you get into a cold shower, what's the first thing that you do? You start breathing very, very fast. You hyperventilate. <laughs> I mean, it's your your breath is short. It's shallow. There's another part of the, the nervous system called the parasympathetic nervous system. They call it the rest and digest, where it gets you into the calm state. And it has a tie to the uh, vagus nerve, which is around the neck. It's the nerve that really does a lot. Now, I'll mention some of the benefits. Uh, it's listed here. But how do you get into the parasympathetic nervous system? How do you activate that and shut off or temper the sympathetic nervous system? Breathing. Something we all do that we don't even think about is we breathe. But what if you could somehow manipulate control parts of your breathing so that you can become more confident? It, amazing, right? So... You may be breathing very deeply to try to get the air because oxygen is the life force for our bloodstream, for our organs, and it actually can help you prevent brain fog is that you need more oxygen. You need more circulation. That's why having a cool head is important. That's why when you go in for surgery, for brain surgery, you have to, they, the doctors and the surgeons have to keep your brain cool. There's a reason for that. And to keep your brain in a cool, um, a reasonable cool temperature, you're not putting your head in a bowl of ice for 10 minutes, but you're in the cold shower. Let the, let the cold water hit your head for a few seconds, and then your brain will start cooling down. So if you pay attention to one thing, if you could pay attention to how you exhale, you're taking the breath in, and then if you can control that part, I don't know about the inhales as much, but the exhale, if you can control it and make it a deep, Ah, 
but a longer, deeper exhale. You're sending a signal to your mind saying it's okay. Because when you're not in a stressful situation, next time try to pick up on your breathing. You exhale slower. You exhale deeper. You give all of that oxygen that turns into carbon dioxide. And, you, and if you can control that part as the cold water is beating on your body and like trying to torture you, which it's not, then the parasympathetic nervous system kicks in because the sympathetic parasympathetic usually do not kick in at the same time they do kick in at separate times that could be the answer that reduces you don't want to get rid of all the stress another benefit of a cold shower it's it reduces inflammation because inflammation is important it, it helps with the recovery when you're working out and it also kills and burns off pathogens, which can lead to disease. It can lead to sickness. You don't want to get rid of it completely because then it might actually affect your immune system and, sh and it'll be shot. And then it'll be vulnerable to all attacks. And that's how you could uh, get really sick from being in the cold. But it's, it's a lack of practice. So you can get into a good breathing routine and you could... Take a de deep breath in with it feeling around the top of your chest. It could be through your nose or through your mouth. And then, and you could start this practice in the morning. But you want to start this as a practice. You want to make sure you can get into a good breathing routine where when you're inhaling through your nose or through your mouth, that your belly is out, out, protruded outward because you want to fill your body with the oxygen. Not vacuum clean it, or you're sucking it in. And then when you exhale, shh, you're pushing the air out. Shh. And then you can make it a little more fun and hold your breath, like not let all of the CO2 out. And you could uh, let the CO2 kind of build up in the diaphragm, which you can do such amazing things. Your performance levels tend to increase, but you got to let your, you got to exhale completely at some point. But you get into that state and you could take this into something stressful especially when you put yourself through it like a cold shower and you can get to that parasympathetic state i'm actually going to go and uh, give you a little bit of understanding what the vagus nerve is and if you've experienced pain right there around the sides of your neck maybe your vagus nerve has been affected it might have you don't want it to get you don't want damage from it so it helps with the regulation of the internal organs uh, digestion, heart rate, respiratory rate, and uh, vasomotor activity, reflexes, um, which uh, reflex actions would be like coughing, sneezing, swallowing, vomiting, uh, just regular regulation of the function of your body. And so You are looking at this practice. What I what I started learning about this practice is that, and I'm very glad for this, is that the purpose that I found from a cold shower every day, and I have not missed a day in three and a half years, even if I had a minor cold, which I would get during pollen season, I still will take a cold shower because my body expects that. And it's not an addiction where I'm in there for hours. But I want to make sure that I get to that position so that my body can function in regulation. The whole point of anything you do, whether it's sugar intake, fat intake, protein intake, 
working out. It's what do you need to do to get your body into optimal health? My opinion about optimal health is so that your body can function the way it has never done before, where your body can heal on its own. Your body can communicate with you clearly and not throw you off where you have to see a chiropractor where they adjust you in one area, but the pain's happening in a different area. You can listen for the pain. You could feel for situations with, that you're involved in that's stressful. That shouldn't be stressful, like the news or somebody cutting you off in traffic or somebody, a customer giving you the business for something that you did nothing wrong. It's their fault, but you can't blame them. That's what getting into the calm state, that's what getting into regulation means. You want your body to function the way it needs to. We, we are going through a crisis right now where we're allowing synthetic things block the communication. So I told uh, earlier from the first episode about rejecting all the medications that the neurotherapists and the neurologists offered at high class universities uh, and facilities to name it. I won't name it all because uh, I have to go through a list because I, I didn't want to remember. Them. And what they were basically telling me, they said, you need to take these drugs so that you can numb the pain so that you can feel better. But does it really mean you're feeling better when you're numbing the pain? The pain's going to come back. Your body that experiences pain is not a bad thing. It's actually a great thing. It doesn't feel good. Cold showers don't feel good. Being mentored doesn't feel good. But is it the right thing to do? And so keep that in mind. Your body needs to get to a certain temperature. You could relate it to a computer, you could relate it to the engine of your car, your phone. All these devices that we use that are supposed to be beneficial for us. You, you need to regulate functions of your body. Why, you, why do you overeat so much? Why is stress? That's the one thing that I wanted to focus on, is stress. What has been the leading factor of deaths today, I would say stress. Not just the stressful variables that happen, but it's how you respond to the stress. So what a cold shower does, it's proper and perfect training to go through stress battery tests so that you can learn how to handle it. Because I, I can almost guarantee that you might still stay at the same company or entertain the same clients, but with a different attitude and how stress can lead to many diseases and it can lead to aging. I believe that's the leading cause of aging is stress, but not properly processing the stress. Again, you, you have unnecessary stress. So how do you not let that affect you? You can't just throw an attitude out and say, I'm not gonna let the stress affect me. Your, your body still receives it. Your brain's typing away. If you're responding to it poorly, your body, your brain's gonna rem remember it. It's gonna program it. So take all this into consideration when you're practicing this. And when you can get to a sense of regulation, moderation, in, with your body, your body, when it starts talking, it starts communicating. 
I, and I wish I can tell you exactly what it can do for you, but that's why you want to dive into this practice yourself. There's so much science to back this up. If you're, if you're, if you want a very simple example, a comparison as to why getting into the cold for a short period of time is actually beneficial, can help you perform better. Again, go back to your cell phone, go back to your computer. Notice next time when it starts glitching or it starts going slow and you start like, for me, I would fight or flight. I'd be fighting my electronics. They have no feelings. They just work. They operate. Feel the phone next time. Feel your computer. Is it, is it hot? Is it overheating? But imagine when you throw, and I, I did this just for fun, just giggles and laughs. Um, the phone will actually send you a notification if it's overheating, especially if it's a super hot day and you plug it into a charger, it won't charge. So put your phone in a bag and put it in the freezer. Put it in the freezer for about a few minutes. Take it out. That notification is gone. Surprising. So next time you feel that you're you're starting to get a little down and, and your, your energy levels are starting to like just drop drastically or that you're not in a good mood, you're just not feeling right. Uh, it'd be nice to kind of get a feel of your temperature. How do you feel? You feel that your 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 face and your your head's hot. I know that when I get into a very um, stressful situation with public speaking, I do get nervous. I get nervous doing this. I get nervous everywhere, but I don't show signs of it because I've done my homework and I've prepared. Is that um, if I know I'm about to get into a very uh, stressful situation, if it's an important conversation you have to have with a family member, if it's the job interview that you're about to. Um, uh, partake in if it's a clubhouse room or whatever it is uh, a platform that you're you're going to do something uncomfortable you're going to get on video to record a still video but people are going to be watching uh, take a cold shower but also feel your your body feel how how hot especially the computer your brain is your computer your three pound miracle computer that we only use about five six percent of that but feel that for me i had to go through recovery with that my head was hot and, and to have migraines and to have uh, a cracked skull trying to heal oh my gosh even try to have your skin heal for your face any new skin cells that come in the way it's agitating but think of that when you're adding a new practice it gets agitating because your body is it's comforting your, your body wants comfort your body wants familiarity that's why it protects you from any external sources that try to or internal sources that try to change you in a better way, but it's it's familiar, it's unfamiliar. It didn't even present its passport. So it's agitating. That's why you want to reintroduce this practice and practice often so that your your body can accept it. And then it can result in so many great byproduct results. We've heard plenty of stories. Those who've uh, experienced MS and uh, Reynolds disease. Reynolds disease is where uh, you have improper uh, flow of blood through your hands and your, your, your feet. So the blood flow is not consistent. Again, brain fog has pretty much disappeared. I probably would have had a struggle, to be honest with you, to be open and frank. I probably would not have gone into um, a, a, a path. I would have led you guys astray and it would have been really bad. And I probably wouldn't have finished this talk. I probably would have just thrown something at the camera and says, forget this. And I would have uh, left this room. And so 
it, it's helped improve because it reset the nervous system. Because now let's go back to when you're in the shower. You, you have these worries, doubts, and you have the anxiety that you're afraid of, the fear of the future, and then you have the worries of the past. But when you have the shock, and now we're getting into a term called shock therapy, where your body goes through the shock. That's where the boost comes in. That's where these funny chemicals in your body called endorphins get released, and dopamine is increased, and you, you get into this euphoric state once you get out of it. But when you're in it, and that cold water is hitting you. Are you really thinking about the deadline that's that's due later on? Are you really thinking about the relationship that didn't go well in the past that you should have addressed and went to peace and moved on from? No, you don't think of those things. You think of right here, right now, the present situation. And that, that's how your nervous system gets reset because it clears the mechanism for right here, right now. It grounds you enough. It humbles you. Gosh, if you try to fight the cold, it it humbles you faster than you can blink. So, but I wanted to uh, just give you an overview of what cold showers can do. And what it's done for me tremendously is help me improve my memory, my testosterone levels. I'm actually going to get some blood work done. And um, I, I ordered a kit through Life Force, which is a book that Tony Robbins, Peter Diamandis both wrote. And it's talking about how your body can heal on its own. And so to tell you, with the help of only supplements and a slight change of diet, which means I, I don't drink caffeine as much, um, I healed from my cracked skull in a week, which is a miracle. It wasn't one of these little minor fractures. It was where the brain came out and says, hey, how you doing? It also helped my mindset it helped clear the mechanism the cognitive ability improved in only three months where my memory i can instead of memorizing two people i can memorize 20. and so when i'm not in a stressful state but we all have access to it and if you're asking well why you know i'm, I'm taking a cold shower but i live in florida i live in puerto rico i can't i can't get cold water <laughs> i got a hack for you Take one of these little bags. You can get this at a, a store that sells um, tennis balls. And it's one of these mesh bags that's got a drawstring on it. And you could put this, put some ice in it, put it over the, the shower head, and you can lock it in place. And you have this sack of ice. And when the shower runs, you get what's called a glacier runoff. And it's one of the best feelings. It makes you kind of like... It just makes you like kind of like giggle like a, a school child it's just amazing what a great feeling so that's a little hack for you but there's so much i can go into but i want to uh cut this uh cut this short and and wrap up soon and so just to say that this could be the lifesaver for you this could be the answer one of many answers that you can combine with other habits but it's helped me out with my physical and my mental recovery because all I did is I took a chance to try to put myself in the present. Because a lot of times if you meditate, if you pray, if you uh, try to take supplements to get you in the mental state, you may not get into the current present state. But if you have an external stimuli that hits you right then and there, shocks you, then you will pretty much be ready to, to go. So real quickly, uh, a process that I follow to take a cold shower. If you're not ready to take a cold shower, you can wet a towel and put like cold tap water on it, or you could put it in, a, in an ice bucket. And then you could set it off the side, take a warm shower, go all the way through, 
And then when you're done with the hot or warm shower, before you dry yourself, take the cold towel and press it against your arms, your, your chest, your face, your butt, your back, your legs, every major body part, and even the, the, the fun area down there. Um, you want to get that early exposure, but you want to check your breathing while you're doing that. You can definitely enjoy the benefits. It may not be as, uh, as intense as if you had the cold water hitting you. Then, uh, or if you um, say, well, I, I want to graduate past that, but I want to do it with a, can I do it with one body part? Absolutely. You can put your hands in a bucket, a bucket of ice water. You can put your feet in there as well. And you could practice the exhale part. Ah, the slow and long ah, exhales. You can practice that. If you want to graduate past that and you're like, look, I've taken cold showers. I'm in Wisconsin. I'm in Utah. I, I've, my water's cold, 39 degrees, and I, I can stay in there for five hours if I want. Now you could graduate to an ice bath. Ooh, how crazy is that? If you don't have access to snow, you can take an ice bath. You could take what you learn from a cold shower because when you're in an ice bath, the water doesn't really move. And so you can hit the sweet spot, which I mean by sweet spot, you can actually feel the comfort through the discomfort. And you, you would feel really good because you're not moving. When you start moving, then that's when it gets cold. With the cold water from the shower head, it's beads of water that hits you. So there's air involved with it as well. So that's why it's more uncomfortable. But I can almost say, I can really say that you make it through a cold shower, then you can make it through an ice bath. You can make it through a dip in the ocean and you sure as heck can make it through spinning around half naked in the snow which I did all of those. <laughs> so what I do with the cold shower? Do you have to go in there a cold, cold turkey in the beginning? Do you ever have to? No. The recommendation is to end the shower cold. And you can do this all in one because it's so great that you could take this as part of your routine because a lot of us take showers in the morning. So why not cut part of your warm part of the shower to, to turn the water cold so that you can enjoy the cold water. So as you're nearing the end of it, so what I do is I take my warm shower because I, I get dirty. I, I do a lot of uh, like DIY projects. I uh, move some stuff around. I work on a car. I do some building projects. I work out. I get pretty dirty. So I'm, I'm no soap and lather, get everything taken care of with the, with the warm water. And then when I'm ready, this is what I do. I actually hyperventilate to actually, it's like when you're when you're confronting somebody who's arguing and yelling at you, you start, actually, you do a thing called mirror. You mirror that person by yelling with them at the high pitch, the intensity, and then you start gradually shifting the tone and lowering the tone, and eventually they follow suit. With, uh, with my thought process with the cold shower, I just... <laughs> Because when I let the cold water hit, remember, you either go into the cold or the cold comes to you. So I'm going into the cold. So I'm going as much as I can to prepare to go into the cold before the cold hits me. Because remember, when you shift the water from hot to cold or warm to cold, it takes a few seconds to immediately change. And so I'm hyperventilating. And as the water hits me, it's only a few seconds for me. Then I take a deep breath and I control how intense and how slow my exhale is. 
And then I started enjoying the cold water. I started just letting it hit my arms, let it hit my chest, let it hit everything. Then I turn around. It's the rotisserie style. Then I go for about a minute hitting both sides of my neck so that the vagus nerve, because to wake up that rest and digest part, you can also gargle, you can sing, you can hum, you can meditate, but let the cold water do everything. Then you get to a point where you don't count. You stop count. You forget to turn on the timer. You forget to turn on your uh, your favorite podcast and you, you make it through. You're done. Boom. You're out. Shut the water off. You're done. For me, it's about two to three minutes max. I've done that for three and a half years. But at night, I only do it for about 30 seconds because I don't want the boost to keep me up. I do it enough so that my body temperature regulates because you want your body temperature to be about roughly 97 degrees to be in the deep state of sleep so that you can sleep comfortably well. Unfortunately, we don't have thermometers on our body that tell us our body temperature, but it'd be really neat. If you haven't slept really well in a long time, get a, a, a body temperature check. Do a, do, get one of those thermometers and check uh, what your body temperature is before you go to bed. If it's 99 degrees or 98 degrees, you can hop and get some cold water in you and feel good. So I can go into more detail about um, what cold showers can do for you but i think this would be a good stopping point because it's done so much and if it can get you to the point where you earn enough confidence that you win that you started your day with the victory you also get to incinerate and burn that white fat because you do it first thing in the morning you can do it gently for yourself be kind to yourself again when you start this practice you may only do five seconds in the cold water you may go in there for two minutes, but make sure as this becomes a lifestyle habit that you allow your body to acclimate to it. Because remember, it's starting to create this filing system and it's creating a new tab for new fresh files because you want to keep things fresh. And eventually you get to this point, this epiphany, 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 <laughs> where you may not notice the changes because it's so subtle, little by little. That's why you want to make this a lifestyle habit. But I can almost guarantee that the people around you that you probably would end up seeing later will notice the changes. Man, you look younger. You've aged like in reverse. Man, you, you seem like confident. You're like, your posture is different. Uh, have you been working out? You may not have, but you're, you're getting yourself into the habit of going into nature, into the stress and saying, you know what? I'm not here to eliminate you because some stress is necessary, especially when you're weight training or you're working out, you need that resistance. But you also need that resistance and some of the stress from life because we're living in such incredible times. A lot of people have become fragile, have become weak, have become soft. This could be the answer for you to become anti-fragile, to become bulletproof. Not hard where you're, you're unapproachable and that you're scary. No, this isn't Halloween. Timmy, you could put away the costume. But it's to get you in that, in that mode so that now you could take on challenges. But then you become a beacon of hope for others to let them know that this practice is possible and that you're able to get out of your funk and you're able to make it. So it was a pleasure to share with you. This was great. I know we could talk about a lot more, but remember uh, to subscribe, to uh, follow 
on uh, on Instagram, all the other channels. I'll even post the the website. Uh, I use a link tree type of site called beacons.ai so that you can access is beacons.ai slash forward slash JK the brand. You can find the episodes of the podcast, but I'll be posting this on a weekly basis um, for the most part. And then we'll start having some guests and then we'll, we'll post as often as we can. So, but remember to check the resources you got. Wim Hof with the wimhoffmethod.com. You can download his app. You can go find Tony Robbins. You can find Life Force. You could check out Peter Diamandis, who's uh, all about the neuroscience. You could check out Ben Greenfield, find his book at the bookstore. You don't have to buy it. You could look at it. I would not recommend that book in PDF form because I think it's over a thousand pages. You're not going to want to just flip through with uh, swiping. You could find Andrew Huberman with Huberman Labs. Now, Rhonda Patrick has a, a podcast and you want to look at these as to why it can help for you because cold showers can work differently for different people. And so I host a space Mondays, Wednesdays, and sometimes on Fridays on a platform called Clubhouse, where we talk about the benefits of cold showers. But we, I want to hear from you. I want you to comment below, and I want you to get back to me with questions of how the process can work for you. But also, I want to hear the testimony, because I want you to teach me, because I have not gone through as many of the crazy, turbulent health challenges that many of you guys or some of you guys have gone through. But I can tell you from a confidence and anti-fragility standpoint that this practice has worked. And guess what? It does not cost extra to do it. I'm providing this for free. Now, if you want to donate, please, I'll, I'll uh, provide you with a t-shirt that says, uh, I did my first cold shower, yay, and give you a nice little ice emoji at the, at the front if you want. So you're welcome to do that. But anyways, I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in and tune in for the next episode. Peace out. Oh,